You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland Football Show and the first one of 2023. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always and Happy New Year to all our viewers. It's a pleasure this week to be joined by the fourth Wanderers manager. It's a pleasure to welcome Thomas Devine. Thomas, Happy New Year and thank you very much for coming on the show. Happy New Year Scott and thank you for having me on, it's a pleasure, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on as, as well, obviously it's been a been a bit of a weird time for the West in general, but obviously fourth as well. We were, we were saying just before we came on here, it's been early December since it's been a competitive game, and obviously uh, it was hopeful the first game of the new year was going to be the cup game against from Chapel. That was uh, obviously called off. It's been a, a running theme for you. How difficult has it been to to get the kind of get the players on top with, with a difficult kind of December and obviously the weather playing a part. Very frustrating in terms of your last. Together game, you say, third of December at home, exit mark. We were on a, a good run, six games um, undefeated, and you kind of want to build momentum. And now we've now had uh, four games, you know, two away, two, two homes, and a cup game called off. And it's not a lot you can do, but it's also disturbing your training as well. That's the other thing. It's like the facilities closing down and the, yeah. the, the Christmas break and stuff like that. But we've managed to, we've managed to keep the guys turning over. They're a good group. They're very fit boys, you know, and most of them are anti going to the gym two or three times a week. So the fitness side of it, natural fitness side of it, isn't too big a concern. We managed to squeeze in a friendly with Kirluk when about 28th of December, but you just want to get back to that routine. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, um, and hopefully picking up points. We just want to be playing football on a Saturday, and there's nothing worse. I've been going to games, um, different different games the last couple of weeks, and as much as it's nice, um, I'd rather be watching fourth play. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, it's as well when you're when you're on that good run. Obviously, we're just we're just looking here. Twenty six points with fourteen games, won the last four league games, things like that. A really good run. Before this, it's difficult to, as you say, kind of keep that momentum going after when you've had so so many call offs. Like, but how you must be delighted with the start of the season. Only two points off, eh, three points off, Renfrew at the top of the league. You must be delighted though at the start of the season. If I'd said to you, you'd be sitting in twenty six points with fourteen games, you'd have you would have snapped my hand off for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. I think if they said at the start of the season, especially after the first four games, we're sitting with four points. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hadn't been playing badly. You know, we'd been playing um, pretty similar. We were embedding some new players in and we were, we were still finding our feet. But to take in 22, the next 30, the next 30, uh, 30 points of Neolibble has been really, really positive. And as I say, it's one of the leagues that, you could go four or five games and, and, and lose. So to get that four or five games and, and, and be winning. And we're winning, I think, seven of the games we've won so far this year. It's maybe one goal. I think that's just the nature of the league as well. But, like, we're up there and and would you, you, you've got to be delighted with that. You've got to be pleased with that. And we know we've got a good group of players, but you just don't know how you're going to, after going through the conferences last year, how it was going to kind of pan out. And so it'd be up there at the right end of the tables, um, a real positive for the club. And when you obviously mentioned the conference last year, you were obviously in conference A. Probably, in fairness, I'm unlucky not to maybe get into the top four. And but when you see the when you see the depth of the leagues, particularly the second division, obviously is that you're in, the conference systems kind of worked out well because as you see, it's 
it is a competitive league. It's a, I mean, you look at some of the teams around about, St Anthony, Anthony's Ashfield, Mabel, Craig Mark. There's a lot of teams in there who are just every week. It's it's hard opponents, isn't it? Oh, there's there's no there is no easy games, and I think the conferences have, have actually, as you say, worked really well. Um, and I think most teams have found their level in terms of like, where they where they, where, they, where they would have been this year, and, and it's really good. You talk about like St. Anne's, we've been in the same tra- trajectory as them in terms of we both started in the bottom division, had decent seasons in the conference, and we're now sitting twenty six points after fourteen games each. So. It, Everybody in that league can beat everybody. As I yeah. say, most of the games you're looking at and you see at the game of the day, it's the odd goal here, the odd goal there. And it's usually it's out of the norm when you see a team losing by a couple. Um, and I actually think that any team in the league's capable of going five, six games. So as much as we're quite happy to be in the top half of that table, you're kind of looking on your shoulder as well yeah. and hoping to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, as well, the copiers were meant to play on Saturday again from Chapel. But the first round was obviously a, a dramatic affair, winning 9-8 in penalties away to Peters Hill after a 2-2 draw. That must have given you a lot of confidence as well, that you can take a game to a Premier Division side. And obviously it, it was the finest of margins to win the game, but it must have been a huge buzz for the team to get get that result in the end. Ah, it, was, I really, ah, it, was a, it was a good day, that. In terms of, we actually play, sometimes obviously you, get, you go and you sit and you have to but we, we played really well that day. Um, we actually went into a 2-0 lead and we probably chances to go in probably if we'd got another goal maybe finish the game there and then but Peters Hill came back they've got the quality they're in the Premier League good players they came back and as I say second half was probably a lot more each peachy but to go and get the uh, and we've got a habit of that now in terms of the cup games because we beat Nielsen and I think it was 10-9 and we went to Wifflets in the next round of the Strathclyde Cup was, it was like 9-8 it yeah. so I we've kind of um, had their fair share of good cup results this year. They won maybe blip in the cups was a way to train. Maybe just didn't get it right that day. And just that I think everything that could go wrong kind of did. But we've actually had a really good sort of spell in the cups as well and against hard opposition because we've never we've never really had them in the league or below. It's always been teams in the, the top divisions that we've yeah. been playing. So it's been a it's been a positive season so far. Mm-hmm. One player that stood out of, uh, when you just look at the stats and goals and things like that is Jay Keenan. How big a player has he been? Obviously, ten goals this season in the league. He's been up up, up amongst one of the top goal scorers in the the whole of the West at the, this season so far. I mean, to keep that quiet, Scott. I don't know if we want to be advertising that. Um, no, Jay has come in. Jay came in from Johnstonborough, where they kind of mixed between the develop the under twenties and the first team. Um, we were delighted to get him on board. He's quick, he's very dynamic and he's got a real eye for goal and um, he's scoring fair out wide, you know, he's had a few games in the centre of the um, striker position but in the main it's been for the right so we're delighted as I say, again young, we brought in four or five young guys from 20s and, and, and different sort of background but young, young players and you don't know how they're going to react and stuff and I think with Jay He's got a real good chance of going up in the divisions and going and actually going maybe a better level of football, but hopefully he'll be before for another maybe season or two. But as I say, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to go and play a better level of football. Yeah, I mean, he's a really good player as well. There's a lot of players kind of like Jay who are just really kind of standing out. The we'll move into talking about the the kind of action over the weekend as we say with that we did have a few call offs. Obviously, no surprise due to the weather. We're hoping kind of things will calm down a bit. One of the games is obviously your home your home game against from Chapel. It's difficult, obviously, because the game will get rearranged, and but 
as you say, you just want to got you just want to get the game done. You from Chapel obviously going well in the the first division. It was it must have been a it must have been gotten to lose that game. But you must obviously get in it with a bit of confidence and a good run. And it's a cup game and saying anything can happen. Yeah, and I think having it up at fourth as well, you know, been been doing quite well at home. And I think it's just one of the as I say, the guys have no really missed a beat much of the season. So you fancy your chances to get them to a game. Obviously, Drum Chapel have got that wee bit, um, bit of quality. They're doing really well in the league. They've got good players on the pitch. But as I say, we, you, you always fancy yourself. We always give yourselves a chance. And obviously, now the draw has been made as well. If one of us get through, we're away to Hurlford, who are the holders of that cup. So mm-hmm. it's another wee incentive. But we would have loved to have gone on on Saturday. As I say, most of the week it was touch and go, but the part was holding up. And uh, unfortunately, it just kind of. Friday in the area we, we, we kind of been in a lot of games have kind of been lost at that um, in that area so it's just a bit disappointing to have missed it Yeah we'll go through obviously some of the results that did take place in the second round Auchinleck beat Johnson 1-0 Shorts beat B3-2 away with obviously a big a, I think one of the probably results of the weekend anyway Garkin 5 Guantayam 0 Cumbermill 3 Fenart 1 uh, Glenafton 3 Coburnley 1 Hurlford the Holders 3-0 1 over Rob Roy Kello 1 Nielsen 5 Coalside Athletic now Clyde Bank 5, Co 1 and 5, Thorn 1. Uh, Ashfield beat Trun and penalties after a 2 2 draw. Anson Caddox 1 4 1 away to West Park United. Thomas, where can I? There's a, f- a lot of results there, obviously, to talk about. We'll talk about the draw later on and see what ties stand out. But some big results there, which are kind of takeaways for the, the second round of the draw. Well, I think uh, Ashfield, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that you've been in the team for the lower divisions, if you like, second division has been in there and they beat Trun. Um, we played Ashfield and we played Trunin, um, both very good teams. Uh, Ashfield, one of the top scorers in their leagues, and they're always capable of causing. I think going in, they would have fancied that probably, um, being underdogs and going up there. But they're winning penalties, um, probably disappointed because I think they were two one up and they've ended up losing, um, losing a, a goal. But to go and win it in penalties, they'll be happy, and that's a standard for me. There's a lot of kind of there's a lot of takeaways. Obviously, the kind of Premier Division teams winning well, the likes of Clyde Bank going to Colsaith and winning five 0 Colwyn and uh, Jack McMahon with a hat trick for Colwyn and a five one one over Thorn. Glenafton beating Colburnley is one that stands out because I think Glenafton Colburnley are obviously going through a change of manager. I kind of, maybe not a change of change of personnel. Obviously, with Sean being there as before with Tommy, but it's it's been a change. It's been a kind of upheaval in the past few weeks at Colburnley, but. Going after, and I think that's a result going after needed because they've struggled in times to get wins in the board. They've just been a lot of times you hear about going after and they're playing, they maybe aren't exciting to watch. But a win at home at Coburnley, who are sitting kind of in a good position in the, the division below, can do you a lot of good in the league campaign, especially when you're leading the wins. Oh, aye. And I think it's the kind of view boost if you are kind of on a wee run and, and you go and get a victory. And Coburnley obviously were relegated to the Premier Division. Yeah. So and there's not a lot of difference in that bottom half of the Prem to the top half of the, the Division 1. So I think uh, Coburnley would have been up for that. They'd have probably seen that as an opportunity. So for Glenarvan to come through that 3-1, and, um, aye, and it was a tight game, 2-1 at half-time as well. Eh? So they'll be delighted to get that over um, over the line in the next round as well. And they'll maybe fancy it because there's, there is a, an opportunity in that cup. I think there's a couple of big cutters that are in there, in there as well. So yeah. they'll, they'll fancy maybe going a, a bit deep into that tournament. Yeah, Glenafton will play Auchinleck in the next round as well. Auchinleck, a lot of talk coming after the game about the the performance of the referee. But again, it's we could probably have conversations. We're having conversations at every level about referees. But again, 
Talbot, I don't think Johnson would have made it easy for them. It's it's one of the obviously Shanker's got the goal. It's it's difficult because Ock and Lake they're they're used to winning cups and things like that. But I think Johnson, by all reports, Johnson made them work really hard for that. And I think that's the thing. Johnson Barra are a very good team as well. Jamie is um, the progress they've made in the last yeah. five years. And Jamie does have them playing football. You know, they they they, they play for the back. They make they've got good movement in their team. So for what I've read on online and stuff like that, that's been a really close game. Um, but again, ultimately, Talbot do what Talbot kind of yeah. do. I mean, we've had them in a few times in the cup ourselves, away from home in the last couple of, we, I think we got beat last year in the cup in the window, and you come away going, you're unlucky and you, you've created, but they always find, they basically find a way, you know, and, and that's a, that's what a good team does, and they've been a top team for a number of years, and Johnson Barrow will be delighted that they've been up there and competed and challenged, and, but they'll also, Jamie will be gutted. I think knowing how competitive he is, he'll be he'll be raging that there's no they've not managed yeah. to take some for that and take it to penalties. Yeah, or, absolutely. Shots beat uh, shots beat to be one three two as well. We're tight game bill reports. Shots took their chances as well. Be probably a lot of people I've spoke to say be were probably unlucky not to get something as well. Just one of the games that can go either way, but two decent sides and shots just were the better team on the day. Yeah, two penalties as well. I've seen the highlights were up. And, uh, two penalties. I think the two of them look, look penalties for the highlights as well. But um, shots are shots are an experienced team, and I know um, they were in their conference last year. And John obviously had to uh, add to the squad a wee bit, and they've kind of been up and down a wee bit maybe in the league, but they're still in about the, the right area in the league, and um, they'll be delighted with that to go away and beat because. We've a good team, um, and the boy, the boy Fowler's scoring a lot of goals with them as well, and they've kept him reasonably quiet, which has helped. But um, good goal late on after getting two each to win the game, and um, high shots another good team, another really good team. So they'll be delighted with that. An old first division tie. Saw Gart Cairn play Blantyre Victoria. Gart Cairn won five now. It's that it's that late. It's that league. We talk about it all the time. We're on here. It can produce some. I know it's obviously a cup game, but. Two first division teams, and when they play against each other, anything can happen. But ball reports got came up, were magnificent on the day. Yeah, and I think John at Blantyre would be disappointed, obviously, um, with the scoreline. I think again, Blantyre and again, some of the other teams, they've not had games in the last wee while as well. So you just don't know how, how maybe that first game is going to be with your players coming back. And I think it, um, the scoreline obviously is quite emphatic, 5-0, but again at 1-0 it was a missed penalty for Blantyre and wee things on the day maybe go against you and they say they they will bounce back and um, no doubt be um, they're doing well in the league as well. So, But Gart Cairn, again, they, they have invested a lot in their, their team, it's often talked about, but you need, to go and, you need to go and make a squad out of that. doesn't matter how much yeah. money you spend. You to play and they'll be delighted. And as I said, they're, they're kind of one of the kind of teams that are kind of excelling in the pyramid, if you like, finding their place up in the division. So uh, it's a very comfortable victory in the end up. But as I say, you never know 1-0 penalty, you know, how the game might be different. Yeah, absolutely. But some big big results, obviously. We'll, get, we'll talk a wee bit about the draw that's been made. The draw was made on Sunday. We'll just go through the games and we'll get your thoughts. Shots play Gark here in another all first division tie. Nielsen play Yoker or Rosfield. That game was postponed. Rutherglen play Craig Mark. Auchinleck play Glen Afton. Ashfield will play either St Rocks, uh, East Kilbride Thistle or BSC Glasgow. Hurlford will obviously play either yourselves or Drumchapel United. Clydebank play Cumbernauld and Colwinnan versus St Caddox. What tie kind of stands out, out, out of them? There's a couple in there. 
Yeah, I think for me, shots and gap here. Mm-hmm. The one you sort of say that right at the, the, the start, obviously quite local to each other, um, played each other a couple of times in the last couple of years, tight games, and um, two teams where a, a, a bit of, well, we'll have ambition to go and um, go, go into the tournament and look to win it. So that one, um, probably for me, and obviously the only important one, we, we hopefully come through with Drum Chapel, we can go yeah. away to Hurlford. Um, yeah. Maybe it was in the last, last year's three wins, so that it would be quite good to get through that and go and and uh, get an opportunity to get a bit of revenge on that one. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, it stands out to me. Cole winning against the Caddox too. I think that could be a really exciting uh, team. Big one for Cole winning, obviously. They've, been, they've maybe struggled a wee bit in the league, but just to get the five goals and things like that, that tie could be could be really good because they're two really good sides. Two really good sides in St. Caddox have obviously really been in form as well. When yeah. Cole win, I think probably a wee bit, uh, say maybe a false position for a lot of people's eyes in that league. And, um. David Gormley will get them going again. So that'll probably be one of the big ties that people will look out for. And I, as I say, anything because St. Caddick's again are probably a Premier League team in waiting. So um, aye, that, that'll be a really good tie. Yeah, big so big weekend in the, the cup. We'll move into league. We did have some league action over the weekend. We'll start in the Premier Division. League leaders Darville went five points clear at the top, a 5 1 1 at home to Peters Hill. Five different goal scorers, Mackenzie, Kirkpatrick, Ferguson, Allen and McShane. We speak about Darvel all the time. They're now, obviously, that's a fourth win in a row in the league and obviously they extend their, their lead at the top. My thing with Darvel is always the same and I'm I'm sure you'll you'll agree with us is that when you've got the level of depth they have and you can see you've got five different goal scorers, they've, they've just got so much in the squad. And think, when you... Peter's Hill, they would have probably expected to win the game, but when you're, when you're spreading goals out like that, it only just leads you on to... They're in good stead. They're in a good position, I would say. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, like when you look at it, five different goal scorers, the depth of their squad, the the the, the guy, the the defender back, David Simon, David that Simon been, yeah. Then, um, last year they started slow, and obviously the the second half of the season they they, they got up there and and and, and won the league. This year, it's probably a wee bit daunting the fact that they've maybe they've no kind of mm. took the foot off that there's they're really kind of on top of it. They've maybe opened a wee small gap. I know Talbot have got some games in hand, Clyde Bank will get some games to make up, but they're, they're, uh, 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 you can know they, they're going to keep getting stronger. Um, Peters Hill probably they were on a wee, a wee, a wee run in the, the league, and that probably the last fixture they might have wanted. You know, they drew to win. And obviously, with the management change, things are looking a wee bit uh, more promising. But uh, that must have been uh, the tie you wouldn't have wanted to go away to Darvo when you're trying to build a bit of momentum. But as you say, that um, it's quite scary that they, they, they can turn up and probably pick two or three, four, five different teams and still have the same outcomes. Yet. And I've been listening to obviously the kind of post match for. Kennedy, I think they were four 0 up at half time. They said mm-hmm. that it felt that they maybe kind of did lose a wee bit of focus and stuff like that, and and, and that's the kind of levels they 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 they'll be talking about that about how they want to go in ninety minutes and they want to kind of don't take your foot. We've had the we've trained up near them and and the training just different. You can different level, you know, and the movement and the touch and actually the hunger you can see in the training field. So I think um, they are looking very good. Yeah, they're looking very good, as I say, five points. Big game on Friday night, a way to go winning as well. That'll be a big test. Arvin Meadow beat Cumberland 2-1 at home. Big result for them. Graham and Boyd with the goals for Arvin Meadow. It was a tight game, two sides, probably in a similar position in the league. Arvin Meadow now go to 20 points from 13 games. Cumberland's hitting an 18 point from 12 games. 
Again, Arvin Meadow at the start of the season, obviously they had a difficult start. Obviously the manage, uh, the management change. They've not won in the last four games in the league, but that'll be a big three points for them on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that's him leapfrogged into fourth. Overcoat, very similar. Um, I think, again, I was listening to Brian talking about um, Kermlick and he was saying that obviously Carnegie teams took goals at a start in this league and I think he, he probably has been bemoaning a bit about the, the, the kind of the softness of the goals that we're losing um, as well. And he'll be... He'll, He'll be gutted with that. I suppose they're very strong at home. Come their home form's been really good. Um, but George Gerson's been in it. Uh, Irvin Meadow and they seem to have kind of steadied the ship a wee bit, as you say. But it's good because they've had a four, four there, four in the bounce without anything. So that would have been really important for them. And like, like again, you talk about guys at the end of the pitch. Callum Graham's been scoring goals now for a number of years. Came to the lower leagues and, and keeps scoring. And the goal, they seen the highlights in the goal, the second goal. Is a, an absolute peach for the boy boy. Um, trying with the many goalkeepers they've got there. Aye, I mean, it's, uh, Callum Gray has been probably one of the top players in that Irvin Meadow team this season so far. I mean, it's, it's it's games like that though. Like both sides, it's it's probably leads to show you how tight that league is. That both sides would have been thinking we can win this, and it's just who's better on the day. It's, it just means that, that the leagues are so competitive, and you see that just with how with how tight everything is at the. At both ends of the table, really, and again, these are these are two really tight teams, and again, it's just it shows you how kind of tight the league is. But another game that uh, was a big was four goals in it. Canvas Lang Rangers two, Largs Thistle two. Again, Canvas Lang they got the they had a two game one run, then lost the last two, then they've got a draw. It takes them to eight points from thirteen games. Largs in a good run, seventeen points from fourteen games. They're they're going up the league. 2-2, probably a fair result when you speak to a lot of people. A really good goal for Canberra's line for Grant Brennan, if you've seen that. Again, a tight, two teams, probably a point would have probably been the right result. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, Canberra's line will maybe feel a bit with being at home. They, mm-hmm. they, they fancied that. They beat Largs away from home at the start of the, the year. So they'd have probably been hoping to earmark that, as that, especially when they're, they're down there looking for points. But... They sure say it's, um, they've come back twice, you know, if it, they've been behind twice as well. So, that, um, probably in reflection, they'll be sitting maybe a point, quite happy to come away with a point and being behind twice. But it, it, it doesn't take much, as you, you sort of say, Lars are probably sitting there now, 17, looking quite. But again, it could be easily getting through into that bottom, bottom end of the table as well. So, you know, like the canvas line of it. Bounce back for a seven seven nil. I think it was important for them to get some yeah. on Saturday. Um, they've got a young squad as well. I know they've had a wee bit of disruption in terms of coming out comes and goings and stuff like that. But Barry Campbell, Paul, they, they, they were they won that confidence and done well last year in the conferences. They'll be still looking at how do we get how do we get how to climb out of this bottom three. So, mm. um, I that'll be interesting. The two teams on the next couple of weeks how how their form goes. Yeah, definitely. We'll move into the final game in the Premier Division. Arthur Lee nil, Paul at nil. I spoke to a couple of people at the game and they said it was a fair result because nothing happened. Again, though, probably when you, you kind of listen to interviews of both managers, obviously uh, Paul at sitting in third, Arthur Lee sitting in 12th. Again, they would have both been thinking they could get a, a win, could have put them in a, a better position, but when it's now now and not a lot happens in the game, you can't really argue with the point, can you? No, and I think the highlights kind of showed that it was a really tiny. The condition, the conditions were quite hard. It was yeah. a and um, probably the, the, the looked like for the highlights. A point was maybe the fair result. I think after they had a couple of 
maybe slightly better chances than, than, than Pollock for what I could see. But as I say, um, Affleck haven't had the game in a long time as well. I think mm-hmm. the, the manager was saying that it's been it's been a, a good month since they've been able to do much um, competitively. So they'll probably be happy to get that under their belt. Pollock, if they had, I think. Uh, Maxine was sort of saying that they, that was the worst team Kenny had when he's been in there, and that's that they've come away with a now now clean sheet, and I think that's something like their third clean sheet in a row. They'll they'll, they'll take that if they're not played well. Um, as I say, they're kind of probably needing the victories to kind of keep the pressure and keep kind of moving that where their ambition is. But as I say, probably um, point looked like a fair result and uh, a good result. Yeah. End up. Yeah, absolutely. I think a point was probably a fair result for both sides. We'll move on to the first division. We had two games to talk about. We'll start at Rutherglen. Rutherglen, uh, Glencairn 5, Thornwood United 1. Uh, McElveen with a double, McManus, McBride and Fitzpatrick with the goals for Rutherglen. Obviously puts them level in points with Thornwood, but they're above on goal difference. Again, Rutherglen, I think probably I think Rutherglen would probably be disappointed they're not higher up the league so far this season, but when you can win five one, it's sort of put, it can you've no idea how good that can be to build confidence going forward, and a run could put them in a good position. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at it, they've six draws, something mm-hmm. like that, and that's obviously why they're down there. It's small margins we talked about it, maybe um, miss chance, a, a, a sloppy goal, but they'll be delighted to go and win. And Fornley, where they've got good players, I know Fornley yeah. would a wee bit of a, a poor run at the minute, but they've got they've got quality all, all over the park. The um, lad we had last year, David uh, David Donnelly, DD, um, and, and the boy Ali Small scores goals. So that that's a really good victory. Um, seen the highlights of that game as well, and um, I think it was two minutes in when Rutherford scored, and I think that's the kind of things that kind of give you that wee bit of confidence, and then you, you do kick one as well. And credit to Fornley, but they can back in it, got a goal back at two one and. Um, probably had a bit another good chance before rather going up the park and then got the third and um, by all accounts have went finished the game quite well rather than as I say very good team I'm a bit like yourself but surprised that they're, they're, they're no higher up but I think they'll they'll be able to kind of push on and um, hopefully try and get themselves um, up there challenging because they'll not be rolling at anything either with the quality they've got yeah, Thornwood, as we say, I don't think Jamie will be pushing the panic button just yet. Like I know they're in the middle of a difficult run, but as we see with the next team we're going to talk about, all it takes is two or three wins and you can be right up the table. And if it, Jamie, obviously, he's built a really good side there. A side that they work hard, obviously, Ali Small will obviously get sent off at the weekend, but he's a massive player when he's on form and can score goals and they've got some really good players in their attack. It will it won't be it won't be worrying too much. I wouldn't think all it takes is just a, a couple of runs and it can turn around like that. No, I think that's right. I think Jamie, um, they were probably and say maybe surprised a few folk last year in the, the conference and, and got a double promotion at it. But I think they started to look um, well, you know, and they'll, they'll kind of and they'll be kind of looking at it as a, it wouldn't take much to. To change, I think when you're, you're you're on a wee bit of run, you need a wee bit of lucky break. Maybe need the first goal. You maybe need that kind of wee thing to go for you. And and as I say, they've got good players across the pitch, so I, I kind of see them um, particularly sitting there um, hitting the panic button. I think Jamie and and Crystal and they'll 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 turn that in. They'll turn that in and start to move up the table as well. Yeah, a team that's in a really good run. Got uh, the now are Ben Bob. They're now up to third in the league. We are a two-one win at home at Bonnet and uh, Aaron Black and Lewis Lovering with the goals again. We spoke. We we speak about it a lot. 
four wins in a row, all it takes is that, and you can be right back up the table when Bemba were struggling. Probably mid-November, I think they were probably sitting 14th at one point. They were they were in a really poor run, and they've kicked on, and as I say, they've got the players to do it, and that's a massive result. Bonneton have been in a good run as well, to be fair, but Bemba, big result again, puts them in third place, and they're now in a far better position than they were this time last month. Yeah, and as you said, they've turned that corner now. Um, second in the the forum table, if you like, in terms of where they are in the league, and um, they were one 0 down by all accounts as well. Bonnetton just come off yeah. the back of a good and ten, and down to ten men, ten men, aye, and Bonnetton had just come off a good victory where they'd won one 0 away to Johnston. So you kind of you probably if you're not in that kind of run where you've had the three wins, it's maybe not necessarily something you're going to turn around, but. The, the, I think the, the comments as the team spirit, they stuck together, they've battled out and they've ended up with two good finishes and, and, and turned the game around, which um, I'm sure Ross at Bonington will, will, be, will be gutted. Um, they've missed that opportunity given that they're needing the points that they, where, where they are as well. But as I say, that that's a really good result for Ben, uh, ben Burn, but especially down to 10 men so early in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Big result for Ben Burn as well. We'll move on to the second division. I'm keen to get your thoughts on a lot of these teams here. Renfrew, the league leaders, obviously with a 1-0 win at home at Wishaw, a tight game, a big result for Renfrew, Kieran Diver with the goal. Again, with Renfrew, I, I think a lot of people would have said Renfrew are probably the favourites to win that league, but it's games like that when you're not playing well, when you can score late on, it, it's it's games like that that make you, that are the reasons kind of Renfrew are probably sitting top of the league. Yeah, it's all right being favourites, but you still need to go and win the games. Yeah. Uh, one one loss so far out of twelve. Um, yeah. going to be very very hard to kind of to, to, to peg back. I know that there's 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 good teams in this division. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll drop points and teams will teams will um be pushing them. We played them um get beat three one up at Renfrew. I was really impressed with them. Took the lead and we probably didn't play that well. I did give them a bit maybe too much respect in it. But a lot of good movement. They play football. The Astral grass the picture they've got probably suits how they want to play their their, their game. So. Um, be interesting, obviously, coming into the winter when they're away from home and these heavy pitches and stuff like that, how mm-hmm. that goes, because they're a very good football side, but I think they've probably got a, a fair bit about them in the, the, the mentality side of it as well and the physical side of it. As I say, I watched them, they came, it was Joker, twice they came back for being 2-0 down, 2-1 down, and yeah. they came back again late on 3-2. So I think that says everything you need about them through in terms of their character and their belief and wish they were Lost the, the last time against Cobra South, but wish there were one of the teams that have got games in hand, and I would expect them. They've got a really good kind of player pool as well. You know, um, Kian Bryan up front scored goals at any any level of this, so um, that's a really big three points for Renfrew mm. uh, going with yeah, uh, win at home. Yeah, definitely. We'll move into St Anthony's four, Greenock three. A really entertaining game, I think. If you're a neutral, your money's worth there on Saturday. Again, St Anthony's obviously goes second, leveling points with fourth and. Uh, above and goal difference but again St Anthony's they've been in a good run as well they've won five out of the last six and it's games like that I mean one and four three at home it's a tight game both sides were, were scoring goals it's that'll be a big one for St Anthony's I would say yeah I was at that game uh, on Saturday um, it was a good game Green put a lot into the game as well and you probably again you're talking about when your luck's no on and you know, maybe the breaks aren't coming Um they, they, they'll be disappointed in terms of going away from home, scored three goals um, yeah. and they were well in the game um, and they've lost four goals effectively for set place, you know, but what you'd say about St. Anthony's and they say they've came kind of for the same kind of area, they've got 
they've got very good, great team spirit, and they they're on a bit of a run. You can't, as I say, in that division you now, um, they can go on a run, but it's an answer right in that promotion picture. Mm-hmm. Um, we play them in a couple of weeks away, away from home. We played them at home, we really close game. We, we, we scored in the last kick of the ball just about to win 2 1. And the two years were sitting, I think, we had four points, they had one point at that point in the season. So it's amazing what you can, what a wee run can do in a bit of confidence. But St. Anne's um, probably, probably did deserve the, 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 the three points overall in the game of Saturday. It was a, it was a good game of football. Um, probably Greenock uh, just didn't, didn't get up, you know, for 3 1 and, and 4. Uh, Four, four, two. Then they, they kept finding that goal, but they probably again last fifteen minutes it didn't really create any sort of telling opening. So St. Ants were able to see the game out. But um, I, Danny's done a great job up at St. Ants, and um, certainly it'll be a tough game for us in a couple of weeks' time when we got there. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Obviously, a big game in a couple of weeks. Maybe a big four-one victory away to Mary Hill for them. Obviously, keeps their unbeaten run going. They're now sitting fifth. Mayball again, Matt McCann with a double, Robert Patterson scored goals. They've got a lot of talent up front. And as I say, when you are when you can go to Mary, it's never easy to go to Mary Hill, and especially scoring four goals. And it's a, that's a big result for Carlo and his team. Mayball are a very strong team. Um, that's another one that can influence, and they'll be looking at winning leagues and looking at promotion as well. We probably are probably too familiar with Mayball. We've played them the, <laughs> the last two seasons quite, quite a bit. Um, but it's a really, that, that, as I said, it's very unusual when we, you see a score four one in early, you know, something like that. Mary Hill will be will be disappointed with that. I'm, I'm guessing at home, but they're a young squad, and the goals um, I've seen the highlights of the goals that they conceded will probably be disappointed with the way they've lost the goals. But I'm sure Mark, as I say, we played Mary Hill. They're a good team. They can go on a run as well. You know, and before the, just before the break, they had kind of get that good victory at Yoker away. So they'll be disappointed that they'll, they've, they've lost the last two again. Um, again. But Mabel are strong. As I said, we met to play Mabel last week. Um, and it'd been a really good good game. You know, it could be. And, and as I say, we probably don't have much secrets for each other because we've we'll, we'll played each other that, 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 that often in the recent seasons. But um, certainly, um, they'll be up there. Yeah, they will that as well. A tight game between Glasgow United and Craig Mark. Craig Mark edged it out 3-2 and Liam Cardiff's got a double for the, the visitors. Again, Craig Mark, they've been they're back to winning ways. They've not won in the they've not won in the last four games before that. Big result for them, 3-2. Glasgow United in a difficult run, but they'll take some encouragement the fact they scored two goals and they kept it tight against a very good Craig Mark side. Yeah, and I think they lost two early goals in the second half and to go two 0 and and brought it back, and then Craig Marker scored late on. So, mm-hmm. um, I um, the Glasgow United will be a, a wee bit gutted with that, and they seem to be falling the wrong side. They the one the the one goal deficits, and yeah. as I say, I know they find a few people in loan for winning, and they've been in the transfer market a wee bit um, recently as well. So, again, we played them, and they had a lot of chances against us. It was three one. We, we beat them, but it could again went that game could have went either way turning in a, a kind of half chance going in and stuff like that. So, as I say, they'll be disappointed where they are, but they'll they'll still have a bit of an influence across the second half of the season. Craig Mark will just, just say, be delighted because they've failed the wrong side of a couple of results as uh, Ashfield themselves in recent games as well. So, mm-hmm. they'll be delighted to get the three points because that would have been all that really mattered on Saturday for them getting back onto the winning run. So, um, they're a strong team. Um, Ryan's been playing really good football and um, they can they can mix it up as well and 
there's a lot to play for in the second half of the season and Craig Mark will be one of the teams that will be really again looking to, to go and push and, and, and get any of the three, top three places. Yeah, totally agree. Final result in the second division, Glasgow Uni 3, Glasgow Perser 2. Again, a game that probably could have went either way, but big result. Uh, Dylan Duncan with a double for the Uni side, obviously at home. Big result for them. Puts them now into eighth place in 19 points from 15 games. Second one in a row. Big result for Glasgow Uni. Yeah, back-to-back home wins. Um, I'd seen them a couple of weeks ago against the Deer. Uh, and they, they they went five two and I think Sean that day had said that they were they were poor that day and, and it was it was it was quite disappointed. But Glasgow Uni um seen them against Wish as well. Really good, especially at home especially at home. Um we we beat them early on in the season and nothing kinda of nothing in it gave one 0 penalty. But we go there we were meant to go there obviously in the seventh and it could change for the cup. They 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 were saying they had a lot of people missing. It's kind of funny one, obviously, with them because of the, the, the Christmas break, people being away and stuff. But yeah. they've got that bank in debt where they can they can have six changes, seven changes, and, and go and beat a, a good Persia team. Then um, they're definitely they're, they're definitely going in the right direction. I think I dread that Persia were going to ten men early doors. Um, I think it was a pen of sending off. So that's obviously an influence in the game. But as I say, talk about it, fine margins, fine margins, and that's that's okay. all it is. But Credit to Pershire for keeping um, keeping in the game with ten men because that is a big park up at Airdrie. Um, I um, and the Glasgow United well drilled, well coached, and how to how to use the ball and move the ball and make it as big as possible. So um, it seems like the two teams have put in a performance there to um, make an entertaining game. Yeah, and it's two sides that you would say probably at the start of the season that are certainly exceeding the expectations. I think a lot of t- a lot of people thought that uh, both Glasgow sides would struggle to stay up, but they're I mean again the one sitting in six, one sitting in eight, they're sitting in really good positions in the league. We'll move on to the third division. Adrossen extended their lead at the top of the table to four points. Their fourth straight league win, a five-two win away to Kalut Rovers. Again, Adrossen, we talk about it a lot. There's so much firepower. Four different goal scorers as well, but. To look, it's never easy to go there and get a get a victory, and that they always keep it tight. They scored two goals as well. They'll be they'll, they'll take encouragement, but a big one for Drossen, and obviously puts them in a a good position to gain promotion. Yeah, it, that was a game. I was up the week before was a Drossen and Valley Clyde, um, and they're now they're, they're they're getting good victories. You know, three two away to Valley Clyde, five two away to Kirkluck. Mm-hmm. I believe as well that the 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 top goal scorer wasn't playing on Saturday and. Uh, they're, they're signing for Girvin that's scoring goals as well, isn't he playing? Yeah, so I can't again, finish, yeah. uh, if you've got if you've got that kind of strength to go and still go and score five goals, it's it's always a it's always a good sign. And um, uh, is it, the, 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 the lad that was with Drum Chapel and they're very quality with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they they they've been put themselves in a great position. Top of the league, obviously games in hand, and that is again we're talking about the league's such a competitive league, top half and bottom half. Kirkluck will be really gutted. I know Paul uh, well. Um, got a couple of other boys in loan up there as well. Um, getting back to two each. The wind with them, with their backs, who probably felt that they could go and maybe go and win the game. And then they've, they've, they've lost um, a goal um, quite soon after getting back into it and then lost that momentum again. And It's hard when you're doing that. It's hard to go and turn the, the, kind of, the, the games into victories. But as I say, 
Paul's working hard on that and I know that the, the, the young team and they're kind of finding their feet a wee bit but I kind of fancy them to be able to kind of move up that table a wee bit and go out of the trouble they're in because one of the hardest bits is scoring the goals they seem to be doing that enough and if they can shut the back door and maybe tighten up at the back a wee bit then I'm sure they'll start to turn um, some of these into victories. Yeah, I think they will as well. We'll move into Port Glasgow 1-2-1 away to Luger again. Two sides in a similar you know, similar form. Port Glasgow, their third one in a row. They've been probably a side you would say, like now they're now they're beginning to pick up. They've been kind of up and down, but now they've been three wins in a row. They've got a lot of depth in there as well. They've got obviously Jamie McKenna scored again. He's been a big player for them so far this season. Puts them up to eight. And as as you say, they're with it, the amount of promotion places, there's three available. Again, they can put themselves in a good position if they keep this run going. Yeah, that's uh, they've been seeing they've been winning the games the last couple of weeks. Obviously, the management change as well at the start of the year. And mm-hmm. I think the thing that stands out, just looking at them and, and not knowing too much about it, is that they've obviously conceded quite a lot. Yeah. And if they can if they can kind of tighten up, they've obviously got the goals in them to go and be in that top three, top four, five. So as you say the momentum's there now. So if they can keep kind of churning out the results, then um, they get themselves in the mix. It'll be a sore one for Luger to take. I mean, they are doing in that, that kind of relegation kind of space. So now, at home, they've, they've probably fancied that. And I think as well, it was, again, tight game, wasn't it? It was 2-0 at half time. They'll get back in it and kind of maybe put, put a push on. Been to Luger a few times. Hard, hard place to go, yeah, regardless right. of what they're in and stuff like that. So they'll be a wee bit disappointed with that. But as I say, Port Glasgow moving in the right direction now. Mm-hmm, absolutely, another team that are doing well is Bell Silver 2-0 win at home to Saul Coates, Keg and Markey with the goals Again, Bell Silver gives them a, puts them in a good position, two wins out of the last six they're sitting in 15 points with 13 games Again, like a, like a lot of teams around about the, that, that side of the league, they just need to keep winning just keep it going and that's a, a big result at home Yeah, I mean, credit to the grounds guy as well, the groundsman Bell Silver, because it was one of the only games I think Run about the the Lanarkshire area that survived. It's just around the corners for me, and um, I'm a, I was amazed that it was it, it did survive. But they've got it on. They've got the three points. Neely and Dean that have been in there are doing a really good job. They've probably got a couple of games to catch up with other teams because they've been doing so well in the cup as well. Um, had a big result a, a couple of weeks ago in the cup against uh, Coburn. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Coburnie, yeah. Uh, so they'll be delighted to go and get that game on and get the three points. And again, I wouldn't really let them go in and a wee run because they've got good, they've got a good bit of momentum, good players. Um, Saul Coates probably again we've often kind of find that I know they've had their struggles in the last couple of years and uh, definitely a lot more competitive this year um, in terms of where they, where they are. But um, again, they've went away from home now now at half time. And they've not been able to maybe see that through. So again, young team probably learning the learning the ropes a wee bit again and, and building up a bit of um, momentum. Hopefully they'll kind of find their feet soon. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move on to the fourth division. Three games to talk about. Friday night, St Peter's one three now at home to Rossville Academy. St Peter's sitting in fourth, obviously. Uh, they get back to win ways. They hadn't won in the last two, but they're they're in a good position. They're sitting in twenty five points for twelve games. It's so obviously with three going up into the third division, they'll be They'll be wanting to get as close to the top three as possible. Yeah, I think that again, that is a, a really tight, that top four, five. They'll all fancy themselves. I mean, Fawn will still fancy themselves to get in, in about, in about their BCS Glasgow and they detached from it as well. There, there's still a lot to play for, as I say, in the second half of the season. St Peter's quite a comfortable, probably, victory um, 3 0 at home, 1 um, 0 at half time. Uh, I, 
I think they, they had a good history behind them as well when they came into the West of Scotland and a lot of the teams in this division have and it's been interesting to see how they develop over the next couple of years and where they go and where, where they find um, their level is in it but they're certainly adding some to the, to, to the West of Scotland um, Rosebale Academy I know Graham Cairns uh, he was one of the co-managers up at four for myself he's involved down there and I know they've got a really young squad. And I think that's where they're they're kind of looking to try and build that and, and try a bit a wee bit of experience. And I'm sure Graham will get that um, moving in the right direction as well. But that'll be a sore one for them um, to, to have lost. But um, as I say, St Peter's just need to keep doing what they're doing. They'll probably want the league games on and, and want to try and close that gap a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Three, uh, one, three now home to Easter House as well. Three were our team. Obviously, that's a third straight league one. They're sitting in third and 27 points of 12 games. Again, they're, they're sitting in third, but there's a wee bit of a gap behind West Park and Coalsight at the top. They're a team, obviously, coming out with a big reputation. They'll just want to get keep going. They'll want to cut that gap as quickly as possible and just get further to be, be further to the top two. Yeah, yeah. I think their ambition will be to go up. I think yeah. their ambition will be probably with the been to try and win that league. They've came through, as you were saying, a good reputation, south of, south of Scotland League. Um Generally done very well in that league. Um, so they, I mean, again, they're talking about they've only lost three games in that league. Um, the top team, obviously, like Cipher and beaten, and then West Park have lost once again um, against Cipher. I think it was. So there's not a lot that will take that to kind of close that gap. Obviously, they've got each other to play, and then these top three, four, five teams play each other again. There's there's that opportunity. Three will be really kind of looking to try and try and go get themselves and, and I think not just promotion but they'll be looking to try and win that league mm-hmm. yeah I think they will as well again Coalsyth are sitting in a, they're the only unbeaten team in the, the west I think they're on some run as well but again it's just three will be wanting to to get as close to the top two as possible and not one of the one of the games of the weekend for me was Eglinton 3 Harmony Row 4 there's a, a lot of entertaining action took place on Saturday this game Again, Harmony Row obviously go above Eglinton with that victory. They're now in 10 points for 12 games. Eglinton are now in 9 points from 11 games. Again, it's one of those we've spoke about it all night that games can go either way, but big result for Harmony going to Eglinton and one. Sounds a cracker. This sounds an absolute cracker. I've seen some of the comments on it as well. I think Eglinton had been saying that they, 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 they were ruined missed chances. So that's, that's the games that I've been at some of there have not been seven chances in the game. Right. So for the fact that seven goals and they've missed chances there, it must have been good entertainment for, for the, the people that were the spectators that were there. But should I say that moves here Harry Row, a point above them, Eglinton have got a game in hand. But um, any bit of momentum, especially going away to a team that's above you in the league and going getting three points, um, how many are all delighted with that? So, as I said, I um, it's, it, goals make 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 a wee bit of entertainment, isn't it? If you're going to go and pay your money and watch a game, you want to see goals, and um, definitely was the defences on tap. I don't think, but it would have been good entertainment. Yeah, it was. It was a, a good game. All reports a big result for Harmony Row. It's a second one in the second one in a row. It's been a big weekend. Obviously, the we've we've got some form of action coming back, and obviously. Again, for fourth, you'll just want a big big couple of games coming up. We'll, we'll touch on them. Coalsyth away, Wishaw at home, St Anthony's away and Renfrew at home all before, uh, all into kind of early February. Again, they're four big games, but it's just about keeping that momentum going for you, isn't it? And getting obviously back in the pitch and, and keeping that good run going. Yeah, getting the games on. <laughs> getting, getting the games, games on, yeah. Getting the momentum, as I say, like you can prepare, prep, do all the bits and stuff like that. But again, 
how the guy, how how will the sharpness be that first game back? Cause I'm massive game on the Saturday away, Kosaif, Kosaif, um, when it comes to beat us in, in the league at home. Um, Carlo, who used to be uh, obviously manager up at fourth, uh, worked under Carlo, really knows his stuff, knows football inside out. But it got a very, really tough game. Um, but we just need to keep. We, we know where our strengths are. We know what we've got about the squad. We'd really say really good group of boys that all got ambitions to go in and, and, and play at the best level they can. Um, Some parts, they all kind of they all fit together, you know, and mm-hmm. I think for us, as you say, getting on the part in the first instance, keeping that momentum going, and we keep plenty of strengths and we keep doing what we're doing. I'm sure we'll be kind of, you'll have a say in what goes on in this league as well. So, um, when, when, when I'll, I'll quite happily take another seven win, one goal, one goal wins, um, that gets us, um, gets us three points. But to say after the games you mentioned, I think we go some like four or five games away. So yeah. it's important that we keep the momentum going there four games because after that, in February, March, we've got a lot of tough games away from home. So it's really important that we, we have the ground running when we come back after this three mini enforced break. Mm-hmm. Thomas, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much for going through the weekend result with me and best of luck for, for the rest of the season at fourth. Thank you very much. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. I really honestly appreciate it and you're doing a great job for the best of Scotland, so thanks. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please follow our social media pages for consistent West of Scotland uh, coverage and obviously subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels. Thanks very much. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.